listening to the podcast from EnviroSuite. Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast with EnviroSuite. I'm Matt, I'm an innovation specialist here at the company and I'm joined today with two of my colleagues, Kathleen. Hi everybody. <laughs> and Simon. Hey, Matt. So one of the awesome examples of environmental intelligence that, uh, that we're working on in the group, Matt, you've got probably got the most experience here, is this new uh, all the supersonic work. Exactly, that's a really interesting application of environmental intelligence. So we're, you may have seen the news about Boom Supersonic and United. That's really propelled supersonics into sort of the front page of everyone's mind. And everyone thinks about Concorde and previous supersonic aircraft. We're now talking about something different here. These are low boom aircraft. They're still going to produce sonic boom. You can't change the mechanics of aerospace on that. But they're designed to produce a very quiet boom. And this is where EI becomes interesting because these aircraft potentially could be flying over land above our heads right now, above the cities we live in, above the rural areas, but still producing a sonic boom akin to something like a car door. And that's where EI becomes interesting because that's changing our world we live in. Like if you suddenly hear car doors being slammed everywhere on the way through, what happens to your environment? And that's where we're playing at that cutting edge of how do we capture that noise? How do we analyze it? And how do we look at the sentiment on the way through? And Simon, you've been working on this project as well. Yeah, this project is a, a multi-year project. It's got uh, NASA involved in it. Uh, it's got three parts, which are all interesting. One is, how do you measure the signal? Also, we've got an instrument piece that we're interested in. How do you determine whether that signal's annoying? And that's a sentiment piece of study, which uh, we're partnering with um, people who do that kind of work in the US. And then how would you use it? Because as you said before, why, why would you even want to do all of this? You want, supersonics weren't allowed to travel over land. They, weren't, they, were, they were allowed to be intercontinental, but not within a continent. Why do people want to travel that fast? Because it opens up a whole world of possibilities. So the other paradigm shift is the loudest part of the flight isn't the takeoff or landing anymore. It's somewhere else where they go, bang, we're supersonic, having the fun of, you know, when does the guy put his foot down? You know, you, you love uh, the pilots <laughs> going through. So when do, when do you go supersonic? And how do you decide that based on land use below? And that's one of those concepts that we've been pushing forever, that you have to be considerate of the people who live under where, where you're doing your, your flight. So we've got those three aspects, all in one future-focused project, which, which is going to change the way we live. Change the way we live, live our lives, and look at EI on the whole way through, which brings it back to our core focus on this way. And you say something, what the interesting point for me is that we're moving outside of airports. Like usually the focus for aviation noise was the immediate vicinity of airports. As soon as that aircraft gets, it's into sort of its mid-climb or uh, later descent, that's no longer a noise problem because it's just too high. We're suddenly moving the dynamic on this aircraft. Mm. And most people say, or people are saying this aircraft may not happen. I'm quite firmly in the belief that it probably will. Maybe optimistically because I've missed the Concorde era. I would love if it actually happened. Yeah. As an aviation enthusiast, I think it is amazing that they're actually doing it. Well, that's it. There's issues we, we both miss Concorde. Yeah. We both miss flying on that and the fun of flying supersonic that actually is av geeks which want to do it. But there's also a whole other part of the industry that will pay to fly faster to save time. And that's probably the market where a lot of these people are focusing with Boom now looking at 88-seater aircraft. It's kind of focusing the business market where saving four hours on a flight between Tokyo and San Francisco is valuable. For us, this takes our environmental intelligence work into new areas of community that we would never have worked in before. 
again, you mentioned before, most of our work is around airports, you know, the departure approach areas. This will now take the environmental intelligence to regional areas where they've never had these issues before. And you get a really interesting dynamic from that because the interesting thing with acoustics is as soon as you hone in on something and it's one of the unnatural or natural selective features of humans which is a disadvantage to us is once we find something annoying we really pick up on it and the case example of this is the, the mosquito like you'll hear a mosquito in a room and it'll be the smallest thing ever because you can hear that wind and it's annoying you because you might get a bite from it you focus on it and we could see a real dynamic shift here that suddenly we're moving the noise problem away from airports over an entire continent and suddenly other aircraft are now a problem as well so there's a real interesting shift potentially there in psycho psychology of annoyance and it's an international problem. You, if you mentioned the fact that we're going to, we're seeing programs starting up in Japan. We know that Europe are doing this. We know the US. So everyone has the same ambition. This is a this is a leveling of how people experience life across the globe. I like to think that we are looking at a global citizen. When we do our work, we are thinking about a global citizen and that community and broadening our focus to being the globe and how we all share it instead of these isolated pieces. And and supersonics is. A fabulous story because it's got th threads that are international. It's got this idea that it's not just the communities just where the plane lands, it's where it flies. And it's the social consequences. What does that mean? Perfect encapsulation of why EBS matters. Well, it's also our vision. Harness the power of EI so businesses can grow and us as communities thrive. Mm. And we really want, in a post-COVID world, for our, to do both just that. We want industry to continue thriving so we can recover economically and as a civilization recover, but do so where our community is not disadvantaged as they were before. Thank you for listening to our podcast from Enviro Suite. Matt and Simon and myself look forward to bringing you more interesting stories from our aviation space and all the other industrial sectors that we work in. If you would like to find out more from what we do here, head to our website at envirosuite.com. Otherwise, we're very active on our socials, so LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. That's all from us, so we look forward to speaking with you next time.